Today's guest speaks Danish, is an adventurous wine drinker, and has 29 years of experience within the trade show industry. He also happens to be the CEO of PM Grow Summit and Four and Half. If you guessed John Bykowski, you are absolutely right. We asked him to join the podcast to talk about PM Grow Summit 2021, which is coming up in January. He'll walk us through the concept and theme behind PM Grow Summit, the decision of going virtual for 2021, and also why this conference is unlike any other conference you've been to or could imagine. So stick around and enjoy the episode. This episode is sponsored by PM Grow Summit 2021, a conference where successful property managers network and learn from world-class thought leaders. The fourth PM Grow Summit will be a virtual conference, but it's not like any virtual conference you've experienced before. Our platform gives event participants an experience as close to an in-person conference as possible. For example, create your own personal avatar and wander the online three-dimensional world of the conference where you can network, hear our expert keynote speakers, attend workshops, and more, all from the comfort and safety of your own home. Join hundreds of property managers and experts in the industry on January 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Get a sneak peek and get tickets at pmgrowsummit.com. That's pmgrowsummit.com. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Uh, today we are talking about PM Grow Summit 2021. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. For those of our listeners that do not know what PM Grow Summit is, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. PM Grow Summit was designed from the beginning to be about the business of, of property management, uh, running the business. How do you grow, obviously? Uh, um, how do you scale? Uh, how do you run that business effectively? So uh, whereas we had gone to NARPM conferences and seen all the great content that they have there, but a lot of that content is devoted to managing properties. Um, operations. Pro, exactly. Operations, uh, laws, and stuff like that that have to do with uh, um, with the nitty-gritty, the nuts and bolts of managing properties, and stuff that is good not just for broker owners, but for property managers themselves. It's, it's there for property managers. PM Grow was always focused on the owners and maybe the marketing and sales teams of um of these property management companies. And the idea was for us to bring in the best ideas from outside the industry and start to leverage them within the industry. Uh, the first year that we did it, when we were down in Florida, we were showcasing you know, the, the power of video. Video had been used for quite some time in other industries, but it still hadn't really been taken up too much within the property management industry. Okay. By video, do you mean content marketing? I mean content marketing. Video, yes. Well, content marketing doesn't have to be video, but when you're talking about the concept of video, you're talking about marketing with video. Yeah, or but through video. It, the power of video was a large part of the uh, the keynote speaking at that one. Uh, further on, w talking about moving away from having the broker owner doing the sales, getting a BDM, training the BDM, uh, and things like that. So this year, however. Um, one of the things that happened on so many occasions, like, oh my God, there are so many great ideas. I just, I unfortunately, I just don't have the time to implement them. 
Great. So for this year's PM Grow, the theme has been this whole time removing barriers to growth. Like what can you do to free up your time, to free up the time of the people on your team? How can you make it easier for you to grow? And that's really, that's, that's very important. Um, just the fact that you touched on people getting all of these ideas and not being able to implement them. Cause I hear that so regularly, like as, um, in the past, as an account manager for foreign TAF marketing agency for property managers, um, <laughs> shameless plug, uh, we would get people contacting us being so excited. So, um, just pumped up after going to PM grow or, you know, other conferences where they get ideas that they aren't able to then do anything with it. It's like a, it's like a peak, but then a valley <laughs> and then a valley for a while and then another peak. Um, so that I really like the concept of, of that. Yeah. And I do want to add that um, I've gotten this feedback from um, previous attendees of the previous PM Grow summits where they have an idea, they kind of try to implement it. It just doesn't stick. Um, and I believe this concept of removing barriers to growth, I believe also kind of touches on that, like what are things within your organization that maybe is causing those techniques to not stick or just not work for you or your market? Yeah, so it could it could be time or it could be just how to execute it. Is that something that we might get out of this this year? Some of that, yeah. Some of it is going to be financial. Uh, we've got Greg Crabtree coming. He is uh, um, one of the people behind uh, the NARPM accounting standards. He helped uh, the people over at, uh, um, I'm sorry, profit, profit coach. coach. Uh, I know I, I was, it's Jeremy at rent scale. It's Daniel. I know it's all of them. <laughs> I always got, I got to remember that, but, uh, helped put that together. And so he's going to be there and he is going to be, he's going to do a talk and then he's also going to be available for Q and a, um, uh, we also have a session, uh, that's going to talk about, you know, how to lead in such a way to get people, to get your team to follow along and get people to, um, uh, 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 not be such naysayers and and buy in to new uh, new ideas and new methods and stuff like that, which is something that that always happens as everybody a leader. Everybody struggles with it. Everybody. I mean, uh, I know uh, uh, you know, present company excluded, of course, that I have struggled with this as well within my own company. Um, it, it just it happens all the time. So it is something that we want to do. Now, there's absolutely still going to be growth content in there. I mean, we have not thrown everything out there, but one of the things that we also wanted to have is what are some ways that you can leverage the stuff that you've been learning from PM Grow after the past number of years and, and this year as well. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the biggest development um, for PM Grow 2021 actually is that um, PM Grow decided to go virtual rather than an in-person conference. Can you give our listeners a bit more information about that decision and what that means for attendees and sponsors. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, decided, of course, being forced into, let's face it, there, there is no 100% replacement for an in-person conference. And when, when March came around and then April and things were so terrible this year and we saw our, you know, the conference looming, of course, sales stopped. People weren't, uh, people weren't wanting to buy tickets. They didn't know if they were going to be able to go which they were not able to go. And it was funny when we pushed it out to January, people were like, some people were like that. Oh, good. That's plenty of time. And other people are like, that's crazy in the future. What? Are, yeah, we're going to be back having conventions in, in June. Of course, here we are. And the reality of the situation is we, you know, with our planning right now, 
nobody can promise us that we'll even be legally allowed to have more than 10 people in a room together in Austin in January. So we had to we had to move it to be virtual. Now it was it was a tough decision. We didn't want we pushed it out so far because we didn't want to go that way. But in discussing it with uh, uh, with a number of different people in the property management community, it's like no, nobody really prefers to go to a virtual conference. However, education has to continue. Uh, th- there is still a need for what PM Grow is providing. Absolutely, and so we decided we were going to move forward with it. But we also wanted to take a look and say, we have sat in so many Zoom meetings so far. It's like, how can we go beyond it being a glorified series of Zoom meetings? What can we do to try and get it to be more like a real PM growth? Yeah, get people engaged. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, not so long ago, PM Grow Summit um, sent out this survey, right, to kind of get a gauge on what people are thinking, what their expectations were on a virtual conference. Um, Can you share a bit more information about um, the insights that came from that survey? Um, Pretty much everybody would prefer it to be live, but not right now. Um, there, uh, there are a certain number of people that were willing to go to a convention or at least thought that, Hey, January, we might be okay. But the majority of people lean towards having to do it virtually in some way or another. Um, so we weren't, and we were not at all certain about that. And also the people that were enough people now have gone to virtual conferences and have gotten something out of it that then that there was also, it's like, yeah, if, if it was virtual, I would, you know, I would attend, um, <clears throat> and and so we from that we got enough of of a, of a go ahead. We're like, okay, yeah, we're this we're gonna need to make this decision now while we still have the time to make a quality show and not do something that's just slapped together last week. And um, one interesting thing I do want to know in a previous conversation, we were talking about how um, if you know it did become an in person conference, um, the thing that dif- that greatly differentiates a virtual conference from a real in person conference is like the the face to face. Um, impromptu conversations you mm-hmm. walk up to people you strike up a conversation you shake hands mm-hmm. and the energy with, the energy but like with covid um even if enough people were to go to austin we have to socially distance people i am you not hugging approach. anybody if i'm in yeah, austin you can't shake hands and i'm a hugger have to wear masks and you can't really have those close interactions yeah. because of the six feet social distancing so it's almost like damned if you do damned if you don't yeah <laughs> people are like well it's not as good communicating virtually right it's it's not as easy okay that's fine but if you're in person and you can't see the lower half of my face six feet away <laughs> six feet away uh th- there's a lot of that missing as well and Brittany, you you make a joke of it but this is a hugging industry this, this is we uh, all the time we yeah. go up and we want it we're happy to see each other we want to do that so i mean that wasn't going to happen anyway so uh, it that also helped with the decision, but it well, also then you put meant- people in awkward situations too, where I think they probably might feel uncomfortable, but then they don't want to offend, offend anybody. Yeah, Absolutely. and also we have different um, different levels of comfort in terms of you Absolutely. know how you know close we get to people and. Um, if not everyone is on the same level, then like you said, Brittany, we open um, ourselves to these really awkward situations. Um, so John, going back to 
the topic of you know virtual versus in person like what key elements of like an in person conference um did you uh, and the team kind of look to keep to make a virtual event better than like a glorified zoom meeting so now naturally because we were as far along as we were we had already locked in a lot of the content right like 80% of the content, we've had our keynote speakers and all that. But the beauty of it was that although there are certain things that we will have to change because they don't work as well in a virtual environment, the content is going to stay the same. So that's great. And that is one of the core things. We are going there for, yeah, for education. Some of that uh, uh, is going to be from the professional speakers and from the industry speakers. But then some of it as well is from the conversations that you start up and the people that you bump into and meet and and share notes with when you're at the show. So an important part to us was, can we replicate that in some way? Can we replicate it perfectly? No, but can we go somewhere to replicate it? Because if we can't replicate it at all, if all it is is a, is a, a, you know, a series of videos, then we're going to go and we're going to push it out again. But we believe that we have found a uh, a platform that is going to allow you to interact with other people. And I have not seen this one within the industry before, right? Um, uh, NARPM did a good job in that you were able to sort of get into video conferences and audio conferences with, uh, uh, with different people, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't completely natural. Right. And of course, nothing will be completely natural, but we wanted to get even closer to that as much as we could. Um, yeah, it was actually so yeah. inspiring to see what NARPOM was able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in a short period a, of time. Yeah, in a short period of time. That was amazing. very short. Yes. And um, I think like that inspired PM Grow to go out there and see like, great, like technology is kind of catching up to the reality mm-hmm. of the situation. And so, is there another step we could potentially take the industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So the idea of I want to be able to walk up to somebody and strike up a conversation, or if I see some people talking that I know and I like or I respect, could I walk over there and sort of maybe just listen in a bit and try and join the conversation on, with the formats that we've seen so far that wasn't possible? So we wanted to try and find a platform where you could do that, and and I think we did. Uh, there, there is a good chance of that. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was an important stuff for us. So the, there's the content that way and there's the, the community that way. And even for that matter, the joking around that goes on and the stuff that, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to be buying you a drink at this one cause I'm not going to be there, but, uh, you know, sitting there with a glass may be possible as well, uh, while you're, while you're connecting with people. So, yeah. That's fun. And so how, how can people get to walk up to other people in a virtual environment. Okay. So then you know, talking about the uh, the platform that we've chosen is one that you I mean it's you hear about gamification all the time, right? And and virtual worlds and stuff like that. We have uh, uh, we are investing in a platform that is a virtual conference setting. It is a virtual campus, you could say. There are separate there are separate buildings. There is an outside there's a soccer field that you can go to. There is an exhibit hall that you go to. You walk through the door. There are booths in front of you. There are island booths. There are inline booths. There are people in those booths that you will walk down uh, walk down the aisle and look. And if there's somebody, there, there would be an exhibitor. If they're manning their booth, 
there would be their avatar sitting there that you can go and strike up a conversation with them. Or if you're an exhibitor and you see people walking around, you see one of your friends walk by, you can like, you can step out, step up to them and start a conversation. These are things that absolutely can be done. There are areas with chairs and tables and the way it in particular works that there's like a little blue halo around say a booth or a chair and table. And when you step into that area, it becomes a more private conversation. You're talking as a group, but if you're just out in the world walking around, it was, it was amazing when it was being shown to us. I mean, not amazing. I've, I've been through it before in, in video games as well, but like, I'll be walking somewhere and there'll be a group of people talking. And as I walk by them, the conversation gets louder. I can hear them clearly. And as I walk past, the volume goes down again. So you can, again, like I said, like some people are talking, you can stand by that group and hear what they're saying and join in the conversation. I can, if I'm an exhibitor, I can shout out, Hey, Bob, how are you doing? So um, it really is a virtual world. It's not, it's not just a virtual interface to connect with people. It yes. Kind of, it, it is a world in itself. So how can, how, how do, how do people know if they have the technology to use this? Do they need a special computer or can it be on an iPad? What do we know? You, your best experience is absolutely with a desktop computer. Um, we don't recommend doing it on an iPad because it is, it is an, it's an application you download onto the computer, but um, they have designed it so it can be done on a wide range of computers. So the, the graphics well, look like they would look in like the Nintendo Wii did, right? It's, it's um, actually, it's, it's higher level than that. Um, so you're, you're going to have an avatar, right? You, uh, there's guys, there's girls, you change the hair, the color, the hat, the, the clothing that you're wearing, et cetera, you can personalize it. And, and you know, there, there are people out speaking directly to, if you, I don't know, wore a cowboy hat to every single convention, you can wear a cowboy hat in this one too. And you know who I'm speaking about. Um, uh, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. Um, so yeah, you, you can personalize in, in that way. Uh, so, but it can be done on a broad range of computers and there are, you can scale the graphics up or down depending on how powerful. So it really is like a video game then. It, it, you can, it for, if people, not that I play, not that I've ever played a computer game. Oh, right. Yeah. Not that I've ever played a PC game, yeah. but with most world life PC games, you do have toggles that you can control saying, Oh, I have, don't have the most powerful computer. Um, I can toggle it all the way down because I, I do know, I mean, for our property managers that don't game, that would be mm -hmm. my question. I don't need a super powerful computer for my day-to-day -day tasks. So I don't really have one. It does everything that I need. So what is the software going to, yeah, you, you don't need a special video card or all that stuff. And for people that are worried about, oh my God, this sounds confusing. When you, I mean, first of all, we're there to help you do that. I mean, A, I have our, our um, the company that we've contracted with to run the convention, they're going to have technical people on site. I am also going to have a, a whole buttload of uh, four and a half people on site. They don't know it yet, but they're going to be there. And wandering around, make it easy for people, people to spot them. And when you... I mean, once you've loaded the uh, uh, the 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 program. the program, thank you, the the platform, the application, whatever, and you enter, you there is a welcome area that you will be put in. There will be somebody standing there to greet you during you know during regular hours. And it's, I mean, it was when I first logged into it to try it out. It was odd to me to have somebody say, "Hey, John, hey, if you have any problems," but like that is that literally we're going to be there and. They know you're there. They know oh. you're there. And like, then I turn it off. That's the thing. What if you don't want people? <laughs> is is there a pause or is, you know what I mean? 
Well, you certainly can turn off, uh, you know, you can turn off your microphone. You are not, I mean, they're not seeing you on video like this. They're seeing your avatar. That is something that can be enabled, but you are not required to be like on video this whole time. So don't worry about are, that. That's a good thing that you mentioned. There are places within the world where you can do that. So absolutely you can just walk around. Can. Yes. Can, you talk to, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so it's not just a show floor. So just like you would at a normal convention, now admittedly, like you could on other ones, if you want to go to a menu and tr do the drop-down menu and just be popped out of where you are and jumped right into the auditorium, you can do that. But the other thing is you can like walk out of the exhibit hall, wave to a friend or two on the way by and walk into the auditorium and sit at a seat and watch the, um, watch the presentation. There will be an avatar stand. You'll be inside an auditorium. There'll be an avatar on stage, but there will be like there was at nor there would be at normal shows, three screens. You'll have the slideshow up there. You'll have the video of the person that's speaking up there. So when there's a when there's a presentation, you're not going to be, I mean, yeah, the person's avatar will be there, but you'll see somebody's, you'll see somebody's face. They're talking to you. But the beauty of the avatar system is the person that is giving the talk is standing there. They can see the audience. You can raise your hand. If there's a and a section, you can literally raise your hand and there's an interface there that they can ask and you can ask questions. And this is at the large format and even the smaller format because there are rooms like we would have breakout rooms, there's smaller rooms, there's boardrooms, there's there's offices. One of the things that we're going to be able to offer our uh, like our attendees and our exhibitors in particular is like, hey, would you like to have a room that you can go to? And you can do some of this in your booth as well, absolutely. But if you want a room to go to to have private conversations that you can share your screen and interact with a customer there, or you know, turn on your video or whatever, you can absolutely or just do network with a small group of friends network with a smaller group one of the things that i was thinking of if normally you would not take your line of battle troops over to a convention it's too expensive you're paying for air for you're paying for a, a hotel etc this one here you can have somebody that's sitting at their at their home and if there's an issue that you want to go over with like oh you've got an issue great go to this room you can share screens there you can talk it can be private and it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's included in the price of the, the sponsorship that you've had. And so you can have people that normally you wouldn't take to a convention at that convention virtually. And that means like for our uh, clientele that are say that, uh, that have virtual assistants, you would never bring somebody in from the Philippines or, or Mexico or India or wherever. But if you've got somebody that you would like people to interact with, okay, the hours are off, but you can, you can have them at that show. Easily, cheaply, legally. Well, you know, right. I mean, because yeah. the idea of we, we still call them virtual assistants, but so many people they're in our community—they're team, team, yeah, they're employees, they're team members. They're team members, yep. They, you, we've realized over the last couple of years that you can get excellent, uh, competent people mm -hmm. at a little bit of a more affordable price, just because the cost of living is. Mm -hmm in the area that they're from. So I like that idea because we do. I mean, personally, ourselves, we have some overseas team members and we love getting them involved yes. in more of the day-to-day -day so they see the full picture of what we do as a company compared to just knowing what your tasks are. So actually, I really like that idea. Yeah. So one of the... One of the difficulties in preventing a virtual uh, preventing presenting a virtual conference 
Yeah, we don't, want to, we don't want to prevent it. I was trying to prevent, yeah. Um, is, is time, right? How much time is somebody going to sit in front of a computer? And how do, you, how do you bring value? How do you get value out of it? Well, one of the ways is we, will, we reduce the amount of hours that we're asking somebody to sit in front of a computer for the showtime itself, but we have content there that extends beyond the amount of time. Like we, there will be more content for the show than there are hours to have the show because we will have simultaneous uh, things going on. But the beauty is, unlike other times, since all of this stuff is, is it's online, it's being recorded, you don't have to worry about missing certain things. You can pick and choose. I wanna see this keynote speech. And then after that keynote speech, I want to go to the Q&A session with Greg Crabtree. I want to be there. Uh, and, and he's able to share his screen and, and uh, you're able to talk with him, be specific about things. Uh, he'll, he'll be there for that. But then because of spending that time, if there's something that you're not attending, that's fine. Just like at other PM Grow conferences, that content is available afterwards. So, But usually you have to wait a little bit longer. Do, is there going to be a wait? Um, do you know what I mean? Cause I feel like typically you have to wait a couple weeks or something cause they put these videos together. So I, um, I don't have an exact answer for that right now, but it's going to be a shorter amount of time because the video will be made in advance. Whereas normally we've done the show. Now we've got to boom, 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 make videos out of it. We'll already have that content. So it is going to speed up that process. Um, so that you, but that is available for, for, you know, for people, for your team members, uh, absolutely. And so that was the way that we were going to do it. We we're going to have to make sure that during the time that you are there, there is always something going on that you can be involved with. But if you want to spend that time socializing with other people, you haven't truly, I mean, okay, the Q and A sessions. Yeah. Those ones you might miss because that's the live content there, but the, the, um, the keynotes, the talks, et cetera, information presented by exhibitors, that stuff that's all going to be there for you to be able to access outside the specific time of the show. Because yeah. the important part is people have to get value out of this. The attendees have to get value out of this. And actually, as the price point is being brought down because it's no longer an in-person show and you don't have to travel there, people that have never attended a PM Grow show before, this is a great opportunity because you will be able to get the, you know, the value that you get, a taster version of it, um, and at a, at a much lower price point. And for the exhibitors, um, uh, I was worried, right? I have been worried. I have been to virtual events and, and I have not gotten value out of it. But as time has gone on and I have found out how to leverage our team in virtual events, we've gotten better and better at it. Um, the reality is that four and a half got greater value at a significantly lower cost from this year's virtual event than we did from the Arizona event last year. Even if I take cost out of it, it was still a better show for us. When I add cost back in, the amount of money that I spent on that show is like because I took out hotel. airfare and travel for multiple people. Alcohol for some. Uh, alcohol, yeah, my alcohol consumption. Um, <laughs> the liver damage I've done. These things, uh, uh, like the per the per lead and per connection cost was far lower. And we are going to be there holding the hand of our exhibitors and helping them get as much out of this as possible. Because you can, you absolutely can get business out of a virtual conference. Virtual conferences weren't invented after COVID started. Right? They had already been happening. They'd been happening in particular, their niche was 
if it had to be an international um, uh, event and one that, let's say, the price point, like you can have an international event easily if everybody's a CEO of a big company, everybody can afford it. But what if you have to have an international event where people are teachers or where they're students and they can't afford to travel? This is why these virtual events were made. These are international campuses. And for that matter, when I was going checking out the software, the virtual campus that we're going to, it's people from all over the world speaking different languages who came up and said hello to somebody and they haltingly told me that, yeah, they don't speak English. Um, and so That's cool. it, it, it's, it's really cool is that it's, it's... Well, and that brings me to a question, though. So it's, it's, these virtual conferences were happening prior to COVID. Huh? Do you think that post-COVID, um, because it is, I mean, there are smaller property management companies that want to um, overcome barriers to growth, but they wouldn't be able to normally afford a normally priced or normal PM grow ticket event. So, and, and you don't need to speak for PM grow specifically, but in general, do you think, and you can speak to PM grow specifically if you want, but do you think coming out of this conferences will be doing more of a hybrid things? I know those were things that were getting talked about and things that people have done maybe all, already in the PM industry. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> For, for PM Grow specifically, since we do it, it's on a national basis, not an international basis, and our clientele are, generally speaking, the, the broker owners, the owners of these companies, and, and especially we're, we're more attractive to the people that are very focused on growth. They're willing to spend on growth. They understand they need to spend on it. The, the live conference is not a barrier for them, right? It's, it was a case of you know, us getting the word out, making it worth their while. Um, however, that being said, there are a number of people who purchase our videos after the conference that haven't attended the conference. Uh, for those of you that are not aware, um, if you attend the conference, the video package is included, you get early access to that. However, after a certain amount of time, we do open up access to PM, to PM Grow Talks later on, and we do get some traction on that as well. Now, nowhere near as great as the show itself, but there is. So... Is there a demand for getting this kind of content virtually? There is. And, but there's know, always been the, re it sounds like it has always been available even without having a virtual conference. It has been. And if there was a virtual offering, uh, option for me to attend, maybe, uh, um, you know, one of the Australian conferences or, right. or something in England, yeah, I would crazy. be interested in checking that out and to, to learn things about the industries over there. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, is this going to say that, well, PM Grow is going to be virtual from now on? No, uh, uh, there's just simply too much value in, in meeting face to face. And it's a hell of a lot of fun. Um, uh, but we can still do something in situations like this. this. There's a chance this will not be the last disaster or pandemic that keeps people from meeting in person. But as time goes on, the options for us to meet virtually get more and more sophisticated. Yeah, so, yeah. That sounds that sounds awesome. And um, also, I do want to note that, you know, um, now that we're all living in a world where uh, multiple people have to juggle multiple hats at home, right? If you have kids at home, for example, and then you're trying to run your business from home, um, attending a three-day conference may be too much, right? Especially if it's during work hours where you're getting phone calls, you have to like homeschool your kids, help them through Zoom. Um, and so having the ability to just pick maybe the live events that you want to 
attend mm-hmm. and a few kind of content pieces you want to absorb right at that moment and leave the rest for when the kids are already settled in bed or maybe over the weekend um, after the conference, I think is super valuable. It, it is. And, and definitely you can, you can get up and you can step away. Absolutely. Um, and, and the idea of it, you know, the, the zoom tiredness, the zoom fatigue that we're getting, you know, am I going to want to be online? Well, as Marie, you know, darn well, when we went in and got a chance to just try this and, and look at it, we, when we turned around after like, we looked around and we tried a couple of things, we didn't even really get into depth in it. It was an hour. Yeah. Like, like we didn't even notice the hour had gone by and we were interacting. And as we are, are all so used to talking on Zoom now, the idea that like there was no, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. You know, am I going to want to spend the rest of my career operating and interacting like that? No, I'm not. Would I be interested? And am I now interested in attending a show? And for that matter, running a show in this sort of uh, virtual world? Yeah, I am. I, I, it's, uh, it's, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Uh, and at the same time, we can all, uh, hope and pray that, uh, the next PM grow is going to be in person again. Yeah. Fingers, you know? crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Exactly. On that note, John, how can people register for the virtual PM grow summit in 2021? Great. Yeah. For information and for ticket sales, you can go to pmgrowsummit.com. The show is going to be January 20th to 22nd, although it's going to open up a little early uh, so that exhibitors can build their booths, which we're going to walk, work through them with, and for people to go in and, and uh, check it out and uh, build their avatars and, and uh, learn how to use stuff. We don't want to dump you in and have you learn everything in five seconds and then go straight to the, uh, the auditorium, but uh, January 20th to 22nd, and then of course, afterwards, the content is going to be available for, I don't know, quite some time. We still have stuff available from... Uh, uh, from PM Grow 2017 online. So, you know, don't worry about uh, uh, seeing all the content. You're going to be able to catch up. 